This Not Suitable for Squeamish People podcast is brought to you by Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook about anything that you could imagine beside for the things that we discuss in this podcast. Uh, actually, you might want to just go ahead uh, as a bit of a relief for your ears. Just go ahead and head over and grab something. going on everybody welcome back to jumbled your favorite podcast about nothing i'm the birthday boy zach oh you stole my thunder i'm thunderless john i was gonna <laughs> wish you a happy birthday but well you can still wish me a happy birthday no i can't because you made it all about you right hey listen man it is all about me today dude what, it's my some birthday kind of man. special day that you only get once a year or something yeah man listen dude um i actually don't put a lot of weight on my birthday so you, you know what let's run it back What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Jumbled, your favorite podcast about nothing. I'm just regular old dirtbag shithead, Zach. You're forgiven. I'm forgive, forgiveful, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Zach. Thanks, buddy. Did you have a good day? Did you go to work today? Dude, it was it was actually a really stupid day. Like busy or dumb, frustrating, annoying, all of the above? No, not like the... I mean, it was it was busy because it was dumb, because it was stupid. So, so the day started out, I had to, uh, as everybody, yep, breakfast in bed. (laughs) (laughs) And then it was just stressful because it was just painful the rest of the day. Is that what you're getting at here? I don't know. Maybe you finished and it was a great day. (laughs) Uh, Speaking, I want to circle back around to that, Johnny, but you brought up hand jobs and (laughs) I just, I can't. I can't go any further. <laughs> hey, without, I made a you know promise what? and I delivered. And actually, I feel bad because I did not send that one to Lacey, but I probably should have. 100% you should have. But I you told know, you I was going to find stuff and send it to you. Okay. But, okay, you didn't... It, look, I don't know if you were looking for birthday gifts for me. It, it, I don't need birthday gifts. That's not something I did. I honestly didn't even get a birthday gift this year, and I don't even want it. I got Mexican food tonight. Mm. But if you want to get me one birthday gift, never send me a clip that has the word barbaric in it anymore. <laughs> Wait, like, like any kind of clip? Because like barbarians could be pretty cool. It could be like video games. It could be a good movie. Okay. Don't send me don't send me any X-rated material with the word barbaric in it. Okay. I think what Zach is being coy about was I sent him a romantic short film. <laughs> <laughs> romantic? Is that how you a describe romantic that? Romantic short film of uh, a minorly aggressive manual Min- stimulation. Minor Oh my of god, a man's okay. Genitalia. All right, guys, I want to I want to just say if you are underage right now, you know, fast forward. I'm going to try to make this quick. Fast forward like three minutes. I think right? we should do like a really deep video <laughs> breakdown of this, honestly. like Yeah, check out our YouTube channel. We're going to get flagged. We're going to get taken mean, to... No. <laughs> no attention is bad attention or all attention is good attention. How does that work? I don't know. You know what? I might record a reaction of myself Ooh, watching that video. Can you actually 
like did you did you click the link or you just saw you just saw the headline and you didn't even title No, I I watched I watched Ooh. the beginning of it. I was really confused and then I fl- fast forwarded after you said some specific words and then like and look then, how flat his testicles got. Yeah, okay. Well, I didn't want to give it Knew away. You're okay, into that so sick shit, you gross <laughs> bastard. You watched it too, man. Okay, I Oh, I sure did. My Out of science in the name I, of science. I had an I had a, a an inverted boner dude like it went up inside of me it hid you know how it hasn't come back it's just inside i just it's my all of my male genitalia there's just a crater there now (laughs) you know how like if you're watching a scary movie like an especially scary movie like and you're and you got some covers like and you retreat under the covers yeah exactly like that's that's what happened with with my cash and prizes okay so cash and prizes i like that cash and prizes baby (laughs) Winning big. I did just come back from Vegas, and I brought back zero cash or prizes. And I'm we we can get into that momentarily, but I do want to dive short shortly into this. So, like I said, if you're underage, I would, don't want to stress this enough. Stop listening for the next four or five minutes. If okay? you're underage or my mom. <laughs> okay, so so starts out. This guy's just laying on his back, right? He's already he's already fully erect. Okay, he's got two pieces of uh, looks like acrylic plexiglass, plexiglass acrylic stuff. something, yeah. And he shoved his junk up through one of them. His like testicles. All... Well, it wasn't just it, like he had to shove all of it through the first part, and oh, then yeah, yeah. just okay. the shaft through the second part. And then, and then on each corner, he had bolts, like stainless steel bolts, run through each piece of acrylic, and then wing nuts. On each of the bolts, and sandwiched in between these two plexiglass sheets were his testicles. Mm-hmm. Okay, now if you are as I, if you're like me, like at this point, I am like almost sympathizing with this this guy, like feeling really bad for him. Um, and I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I did turn it off pretty much right away at the beginning. Yeah, and but it took thing took me some courage. The better. The better of you, and it you did. came back. They always it come did. back. And so she's got like, well, first of all, it looks like they've been going for like three or four hours already. This dude looks like he's he's nearly, exhausted, nearly exhausted, and he's nearly bleeding out of his out of he, his. Uh, all right, okay, let it. Well, it looked you really to go over red this quickly, and you're almost it, going scene by scene. Um, it looked really red, but anyway, and then she just begins tightening. Yeah, Slow, and uh, continuous pressure. While manually stimulating his penis, I, I didn't know that it was possible for testicles to get that flat. I expected, I expected for it for something catastrophic. I yeah, Yeah. I expected something catastrophic to happen. I I what amazes me. I don't know what amazes me more: the fact that she could keep tightening those wing nuts to the point where his testicles were so flat. I mean, I like. Less than a quarter of an inch flat, maybe yeah. three sixteenths of an inch flat. Yeah, it was. Yeah, like, it, I think we're fine. Yeah. I don't know if that was more impressive that he was into that or that he maintained somewhat of an erection during this. Yeah, I don't know how like he didn't haul off and sock this lady in the face. Some people like are that's into, into things, man. You, I that's, guess, but that's, that's like his my jam. Who are you to judge his 
his sexual desires, Zach. I'm not. I'm not judging. You I'm just vanilla saying. Fuck. I'm. <laughs> I'm staying as far away from that scenario as I can. Well, There's I have n- bad news for you tonight because I sent Steph that video and <laughs> and a set of I, handcuffs and was like, "Yo, I, Zach will never admit this, but this is what he really wants. So start slow, handcuff him to the bed, and then pull out the vice grips and just go to town, baby." Oh, is that what that Amazon package was? Yeah, yeah, man. The one said, "Zach, do not open, no matter what." <laughs> Oh, God. Some good old testy clamps and some handcuffs. <sighs> testy It's going to be a good dude. night for you. I can't um, wait to participate. Hap- happy birthday. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Nothing um, says happy birthday like a ruptured scrotum. <laughs> Honest. Like, how... There's You will never forget this birthday after tonight. No, I don't think for good reasons. I don't... <laughs> this will be like the turning point of my life. Like, where everything just starts going downhill. Potentially, because you might fall in love with it, and you'll become like a weird sex addict, and then you'll just be shoving your, you'll be slamming them in doors and shit before you know it, just getting off. Eventually, I'm just a lump, like I'm just a lump of a person. They're just gonna mold them into one testicle. You know when you have like a bar, just a of bunch soap? of silicon, just, just get a bunch of silicon. Yeah, but you know when you have like a bar of soap and you use it, and it's just like paper thin and it's annoying to use. So you get a brand new bar of soap, and, and you, then you get them wet, and you just squeeze them together yeah that's what's gonna yeah. happen to your testes and you're gonna have one okay. test one mega testy <laughs> i'm excited for you man this is this could be the next evolution for for humanity this this is a turning point this is the it is one love mega- is sacrifice zach hey you know i i leave it out i'll leave it all on the line you know that a boy i'm proud of you happy birthday zach <laughs> Yeah, thanks. I'm glad you got but, Mexican uh, food. What did you get to eat? Well, I feel like this is a bad time to just start talking about anything else because how do we move on from we just did. one we just, mega testy? One mega testy to <laughs> one mega burrito? Did you no, get I, I had a I had an enchilada uh Ooh, platter thing. Nice. It's a good good call. I'm glad that you was it like authentic Mexican or was it like American Mexican? Uh I would say it's Probably more American Mexican. Mm. I don't know that it was. So you went to Taco like, Bell. No, I mean it wasn't like fast food Mexican. You know, what I know. I'm, saying? I'm just but, being a dick. I'm sorry. But then again, I don't know that I like. I've had like places that say they're authentic. This place is definitely a little bit more mainstream. It's not mm-hmm. like a hole in the wall joint or anything. I love but... hole in the wall joints, man. Don't like my favorite. Do they have a lot of? Uh, uh, Mexican food up in Canada? That is one thing that is actually really hard to find here. We have a lot of poshy Mexican food, which is very kind of white people bastardizing Mexican. Like tacos are really big. I think tacos are always really big, but they're really kind of popular with the hipsters right now. So there's a bunch of like super hipster taco bars popping up. Um, People with curly mustaches serving you tacos? Yeah. Like not one Mexican dude in the entire build. That's that's like my criteria when I go to a a like an ethnic restaurant because I live in the Northeast, which is the Northeast part of or the ethnic part of Calgary. Sorry, um, yeah. and one of the reasons why I choose to live here is because there's so much cultural diversity and I love it. Um, yeah. and I love the food. I judge a restaurant when I try a new restaurant based on the white person to non-white person ratio 
And if I walk into a restaurant and I'm the only white person walking, like I'm the only white person in there and I get some weird looks, I know I found a, like a, a banging place. Yeah. You're like, you're like, listen, but, uh, listen, Tyler, can I, can I speak to Juan? Is yeah. a Juan here? Do you have Juan here? Juan? No, well, we have, we have George. No, no, not George. Not Richard either. Don't mm-hmm. send me out, send me out Juan or Hector. Yeah. Like I, I need know? to, I need to talk to somebody who knows what they're talking and about. I, and I have found some of my favorite rest, like my favorite all time restaurants and you just keep going and then you know people start accepting like damn this white boy's crazy he loves the spicy food I'm like i sure do i pay for it later but i'll eat the shit out of it yeah, um, man. but yeah i have not been able to find good authentic like mexican or mm-hmm. latino food spanish food um there's there was a place that i heard was really good and then it got closed down um, and I, from my understanding that there was some like gang relation to it. So then, you know, mm. it's real good. Um, yeah. so I was kind of sad. I missed out on that, but there's one that I won't name that's downtown Calgary. That's was getting like really good reviews and it was, it was very poshy. Um, and, uh, Al and I were like, Hey, let's, let's go on a date night. Let's go get some cool food. We, they say it's fairly authentic, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be awesome. Um, yep. so I got pretty excited. Um, and I called ahead. And I could kind of tell that it was a little bit of a, 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 loud, a loud atmosphere. Um, and I'm, you know, partially deaf. So I nicely said, hey, uh, I have some hearing challenges. You guys are clearly really popular. Is there a corner, you know, a corner table somewhere that I can sit um, that will be somewhat quiet so that I can, you know, hear my fiance and, and we can have like a nice a nice dinner and she's like oh yeah absolutely we can accommodate you I'll, I'll reserve this table it's like kitty corner to the bar so it's far from the bar it's 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 fairly quiet i'm sure it'll work for you and i was like okay great i really really appreciate it thank you so much gave my information show up the next day um and say hey it's john i have a reservation i was told i was gonna get a corner table um blah 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 and she's like oh uh we reserved you in like this big group table so in the center of the restaurant they have this giant table with high stools and basically it's kind of like family style sitting like it's a giant so i'm sitting next to strangers right and i'm in the center of the room and it's incredibly loud and i'm I'm irritated but i was like okay well i'll try this and al's trying to talk to me and she can tell that i'm not picking up anything she can really say and i'm like kind of reading her lips but it's just annoying um, so our server comes by and he comes to take, take our water. And, uh, at the same time, I kind of see like some tables off to the side starting to shuffle, like they're getting ready to go. And, uh, I was like, Hey man, um, is it possible? Like when we came, when I booked a reservation, I asked to be on a table at this side. Um, is it, is it possible to, to move over once the table clears up? And like, if it's a different section, I'll, I'll, pay, I'll prepay for food, whatever. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, why do, you, why do you need to move? And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm really hard of hearing and I, I can't really hear, hear Allie. And he what, I did like the stereotypical like what? And like put his hand to his ear and like pretended to be deaf and then- joke. And I was I didn't say anything at first. I was pissed. But Al is quite a, a fiery lady. Um, yeah. And she was really pissed. And we just just left. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave. Like I just got up, I put down like 20 bucks or something for our drinks. I don't even know what they cost. It was less than 20 bucks, but I just like threw it down and just got up 
in fucking left. And I will wow. never go back to that restaurant again. And people are like, oh, it's so good. The food is great. And I was like, I don't care. I will never go. And I probably, I think Al messaged them or said something and they they were apologetic or something. But I, I was just like, you're not worth my time. I'll find a place. No. That, like a table no. mix up, whatever. Like I get that if it's a shift change and you didn't save the note or you didn't make the note, whatever, like shit happens. But right. then when I asked to move and, and you make like, a shitty deaf joke just poor taste at this su- supposed to be like yeah. high class kind of spanish style restaurant it's like fuck you guys yeah that's super shitty dude like i don't know like that's almost like because i bet that dude's still probably working there you know what i'm saying like probably yeah maybe i would have i would have made a bigger scene of it you know like i would have or I would have just said, you know what, we're done. Here we pay out. Where's your manager? You know what I'm saying? Like that's at that point, that's when you just sort of have to crack it because he's just gonna keep doing stupid shit. Yeah. You know? At the end of the day, too. Like I thought about it because I got kind of fired. I got more fired up. Like I'm a very slow burn anger. So I was like irritated to the point where I was like, okay, I just want to remove myself from the situation. And then yeah. Once we, and I was also hangry and I was really excited for this food. So there's a whole bunch of emotions. You know, I'm very passionate about my food. Um, and, uh, I don't even remember where we ended up going, but we found a place and it was good. And I got like more angry where I was like, I should have fucking said something. I should have told him off or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then once I calmed down, I was like, at the end of the day, this dude is, you know, working as a server and I'm not talking poorly about servers. Just saying he's working as a server. He's likely, you know, in university or trying to get or just graduated university getting his shit together right. is this worth having like the negative impact on his life was a lot greater had he lost his job i imagine than mm. a shitty comment to me and me having to you know walk down the block and find a different restaurant to eat at so i'm kind of glad yeah. i didn't but you make a good point that he at some point you know he probably needs to figure that out and it was probably a, just a maturity thing and I don't know. Yeah. I I just was like, eh, is it is it worth the effort? Is it worth me being this upset over? It's poor taste, but there are a lot other people who, you know, have a lot more a lot bigger challenges in life and I don't want to be a complainer and, and maybe I'm adding to those challenges by not saying something. I don't know. I'm just not really a complainer in general. Yeah. But I can relate. I will boycott that restaurant and anytime someone brings it up. I will boycott it, and I hope that, you know, makes that's my little bit of fuck you. <laughs> yeah, it, well, and you know, that's like, that's sort of like the worst thing that could have happened, honestly, to that establishment is to treat somebody poorly enough where they leave and then never want to come back. Because then those people are going to, like you said, tell everybody else, hey, don't go to this restaurant. Word of mouth is very, very powerful. You yeah, know? Well, yeah, absolutely. So, I don't know. I feel like the universe balances itself out and it is what it is. I ended up, we had a good date night and I was happy and, man, still on my quest to find solid Mexican food. That's why I love going to the States. That's typically my Mm -hmm. first, if it's not McDonald's, my first stop is, without a doubt, looking for some (laughs) solid Mexican food. Yeah. uh, Now that I think about it, there is a hole-in-the-wall joint that me and the wifey went to it's been i think it was back in the early fall maybe somewhere september maybe last year um and it was uh it was really good authentic like Mm -hmm. 
there were like maybe three or four like tables at lunch that were there, you know, and uh, it didn't seem like they like they said like uh, forget what it was like a weekend morning or something was like their busiest Peak. time, yeah. yeah. So it's like you just know that place is like you know in it for the food. And we're in it for the food, so we'll have to figure out what that place is. When you come back into town, we'll we'll go Ooh. down there. Well, you know when I'm when I'm in KC, you gotta live, you gotta live up the the barbecue. You know, it's true. So when I when I mentally prepare myself for KC, and I I know I'm going on vacation, and I'm prepared to gain ten pounds in a weekend, I'm thinking barbecue all the way. But easy to do. Last time I was there, I did say, you know, barbecue's a pain in the ass. I will eat any Mexican food you shove in my face. It's true. No, no second thoughts about that. Yeah, and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of um, arguments between what's the best barbecue place in KC. Personally, I think uh, for my money, there's a place called uh, Jack Stack. Have you ever had Jack Stack before? Yeah, we love Jack Stack. Where did we dude. go last time I was in town? It wasn't Jack Stack, but I Jack, there's Jack Stack is in the uh, what's your guys' like cool downtown area called? Well, there's light district, uh, whatever. What yeah, the power, power and light. Power and light, not red light district. That's different. No, yeah, the red light district is where you go to pick up the uh, pick up those ladies who were giving out the hand jobs in the videos. The barbaric hand jobs. <laughs> the barbaric hand jobs. That's where, that's where you go. Like it has to start there if you if you're thinking about it. Like there's just some drugged up lady who's like, "Hey, I've got these two pieces of plexiglass." With some wing nuts. You want to and give this a run? Nuts. Let's, yeah, let's, and I've got my auger. Let's just, you know, let's make this happen. You know? Oh, man. Well, oh, you know. Gosh, well, you'll have fun tonight. It'll be an experience. <laughs> dude, I would, like, it would just be, I would not be on the podcast next week, and you would just be like, oh, well, Zach's icing his nuts, at, nuts down for the, you know, past the mega nut. seven. <laughs> sorry icing his mega nut down and for the past seven days like you gotta figure that dude probably didn't move for I the following two weeks I just like imagine just the littlest pressure or grab can be quite uncomfortable maybe you just uh, get to a point where it's maximum pain and then it doesn't matter if you go any tighter you're you're in the same amount of pain regardless maybe there's only one I mean, way to find out zach in the name of science <laughs> The listeners have voted, and they want you no, to try dude. this. Listeners have voted. Johnny dot <laughs> jumbled at gmail dot com. <laughs> if you want Zach, I should probably check that. I keep keep throwing that out yeah, there. And I yeah, you do. <laughs> um, yeah. Listen, I mean, you can't say the user users voted and then not have actual users that have voted. Like, you don't know you, how I communicate with our listeners. <laughs> you've got like a private chat room that you just like you're like all right guys how uh, you're like it's like a racketeering business you're like all right how many of you guys think that i can what can i convince zach to do for 50 bucks i'm just saying zach <laughs> oh dude if this was just, on the list for 50 bucks just vlog the whole thing no i wouldn't do it for 50 dollars. what if not as not that tight but half the tightness and no. it was stephanie doing it not me no. Mm. Half the tightness? Dude, we're talking about a very small, like, <laughs> half the tightness is still, like, 
under a half an inch. Oh, that's true. Ooh. God, okay, <laughs> let's move on. Um, speaking of amazing and mega things, like you're soon to be mega testy, um, I know you're not a huge UFC fan, but you maybe follow some stuff. Did you hear about the McGregor and Khabib fight announcement? No, I did not. So McGregor's that is very coming intriguing. back. He's finally going to fight Khabib. Uh, they're saying it has the potential to be the biggest UFC paper or paper pay-per-view um, ever, which is pretty insane. Um, Khabib has wanted this fight for a long time, and there's a lot of people who've said that McGregor has dodged him because it's a poor style matchup for McGregor. Um, yeah. I am incredibly excited. Uh, right now, McGregor is the underdog, which which he's is, been out of the game for a bit. Well, that's this that's the saying, right? Is he's been out, it'll be two years. Yeah, because he did two that. Years that he's been yeah. out. Um, and he you know he made a hundred plus million dollars on his Mayweather fight. He's not hungry. Like he's not no. going out there because he needs to feed his family. He's going out there to you know for ego and that can be a huge motivating factor but that can also right. be you could go out there and think I'm the best in the world because truthfully he's pound for pound he's probably in the top 5 um, right. all time and he deserved that and he earned it and he works really hard but I I don't know man I think you get 100 plus million dollars in the bank and you just kind of start to stop giving a shit and yeah. Khabib is a hungry dude and that guy that guy's an animal it's true. You, I mean, you've got one guy who doesn't really need to prove himself. And not to say that Khabib needs to prove himself. He's a he's a great fighter, but like, you know, uh, Connor's done it. You know what I'm saying? He's been he's been at the top. He's you know yeah, where yeah. do you where do you go from the top? You know, you'd try boxing, and then well, boxing didn't really pan out. And yeah, now it panned out. He did all right there, and there were talks. He did, that it, he, yeah, for you know. I mean, we did a breakdown of that fight, so we don't have to get back into it. No, I think but it I mean, went it was... as everyone expected it would. Mm-hmm. McGregor landed the highest percentage of shots on Mayweather. That is a win. Yeah. No one really thought he was going to win that fight. Yeah. I mean, there yeah, were people true. that were hoping that he would win, but there weren't people who truly was like, okay, here's let's take someone who has great boxing skills, McGregor, and put him in the ring against the best boxer in the world. Like, it's true. Mayweather is probably the best boxer of all time. And like, there's a big jump between being... Statistically, yeah. Statistically. Yeah, there's a huge jump in going from great to the best. Like, there are a lot of great boxers out there. Just like there's a huge jump from good to great. You can be a good boxer, but you go against a great boxer, you're going to look bad. Right? It's true. So, I don't know. The... The Khabib fight is going to be really interesting. It's going to be really, really interesting. Um, if I had to choose, if like gun to head, make a, a decision, no this or that, I would say I think Khabib's going to win. Do you think it's going to go the distance? you think he's going to get a submission? Is he, so, is he a submission artist or is he a striker? No, Khabib is a wrestler and, and he will grind the shit out of you. I don't. So here's here's what the experts are saying, and, and I'll agree with with the experts because um, it makes sense. They're experts, but I also just philosophically believe 
Um, so I don't think Khabib has the ability to knock McGregor out. Um, if Nate Diaz can't knock McGregor out, it's true. It's going to be tough for Khabib. Um, but if if McGregor doesn't starch Khabib in the first round, maybe the second round, McGregor will lose that fight by decision. So you think so? Uh, Khabib's got more, got the stamina. He's oh, gonna yeah. win. The, he's gonna win in the stamina. His he's all about the long game and and just wrestling, control, grinding you down. He'll land shots, and Khabib can finish fights. Don't get me wrong. Uh, there's no doubt that you know if if the right submission comes up or a choke, um, or you know ground and pound game can comes up, Khabib can do it. I don't think Khabib has the ability to knock McGregor outstanding. Typically, Khabib's game is, you know, dirty boxing, tight control, wrestling, get you to the ground, wear you out, control you, and just slowly pick away at you. Um, mm-hmm. And McGregor can defend that for the first couple rounds because he has that heavy-handed striking ability that makes people scared to shoot in on him. Um, but he's notorious for having really bad stamina because he goes... McGregor is a finisher. He lo- he's a showman, right? Like he wants it's to true. go out. His game plan is what's your weakness and I'm going to give 100% into that weakness and pick you apart that way. Where Khabib is, you know, he's the slow burn. He's going to play the long game. Um and if it goes to the long game, McGregor's going to get gassed out. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I'm looking up. So Khabib's got a slight uh edge on height. He's got an inch height on him. Um, hold on just a second. What's Khabib's record I'm, right now? He's like 20 and 0 or something. Uh Khabib is 26 and 0. Yeah, 26 and 0. Like he's a he's an amazing fighter. And yeah, McGregor has a couple losses, but McGregor's They been, were all early in his career yeah, too, right? And he's taken a lot of risky fights. Like he took on yeah. Nate Diaz and lost the first one. That happened. It's true. That was a big like he he McGregor will take risks again. That's the showman side of him. And I'm not saying Khabib isn't beating top tier guys because he absolutely is, mm-hmm. but it's just different types of risks. And and Khabib is, I think, as much as he's more of a strategist in fighting, I think he's also in, in fight selection. Um, though he has definitely said that he would fight McGregor anytime, any place. So we're going to get that fight. I think it's October 6th, um, which is my grandfather's 80th birthday so i'm going to the farm for the day and then i'm rushing back and i'm actually going to watch the fights with jer so be nice we'll do a uh maybe we'll do a little bit we'll record of uh, a breakdown of what we thought how we thought the card was all right guys let's take a second to talk about our sponsor for today's podcast audible head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get your free 30-day trial and free audiobook they've got all the books i've talked about it before i'll talk about it again i you know what i don't have a problem saying things over and over again i've got two kids i do it all the time the book that we're going to be talking about for the month of august is failure is an option by h john benjamin uh, you might know H. John Benjamin mostly from his voice acting stuff. He's uh, been Bob's Burgers. He's also a star of Archer. Uh, and he was also a can of mixed vegetables in 2015's Wet Hot American Summer. Might have caught that on Netflix. Um, he's just wanting to remind you that as much of a success as you might be, there's going to be some, some failures as well. Some of the ones that he uh, talks about would be 
uh, you know, work, where he's unable to deliver a sizzling fajita to his family, where a trip to P.F. Chang's fractures his family. So, fans of his character signature wit and voice will really, really enjoy this one. Uh, enjoy all of his failures, and appreciate a look into the life of the man behind the favorite shows. So, if that sounds like something that you would be interested in, head over, check it out. Again, this one is Failure is an Option, but I'll tell you what it is what isn't an option, and that's turning down the option to head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled. Because listen, if you don't get that free 30-day trial and a free audiobook, then an angel gets syphilis, and we all know that. Absolutely should. You absolutely should. Um, it looks like... So he's got him on a height advantage. They're both, obviously, right around the same weight. Uh, the thing is, McGregor's got four inches on his reach. So if, if he... I mean, he's definitely got an advantage with with striking. If he can... Oh, yeah. You know, he, he can keep that distance, but also sort of... I don't know. We'll see. It should be, it should be pretty good. I think... Um, I don't know, man. Uh, as much as I think McGregor might be, I mean, I don't know if there's going to be any ring rust to him, or if he's stayed sort of in, you know, in sort of ring shape. If he's been training this whole time, I have no idea. But I would, uh, I, I think McGregor's going to give a little bit more of a fight than. I'm not saying he's going to get blown out. I'm just saying I don't think we're going to see the same McGregor that we we were used to seeing. Not gonna um, see the hungry, the hungry McGregor. Yeah, and, and McGregor has been training, so I, 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 love McGregor. I don't want people to think that I'm, you know, don't like McGregor. He makes some questionable decisions, um, but sure. part of it is the show, and and he is pretty smart at his uh, marketing plan. I guess we'll say it that way. It's true. So it's true. I, I just I don't, I don't I don't know if he's got it in him, honestly. But I, I love McGregor. He's just, I don't think his headspace is there. But he has been training, and he he's also well-known to be an obsessive trainer. Um, so he definitely had his party few months. He partied hard for a few months after yep. after the Mayweather fight. Um, but then he started, you know, posting more stuff on training. He's been training with some high-level guys. He's bringing a, a gold medal U.S. Olympian to help train with wrestling. Um, which is probably going to be the biggest part of his camp is just going to be, can I stop Khabib from taking me down? And if you can stop Khabib from taking you down, I, I think McGregor will, will keep a, a good chance at it. Um, my, my thoughts are if McGregor, if McGregor knocks Khabib out, it's going to be a, like a sprawl to like a side hook, or mm. it's going to be an, like, Khabib catching a knee going down on a like on a, a panicked shot trying to force a shot because he doesn't he's getting picked apart up top so okay. that's that's where I where I can see it coming um but you know you, it's it's hard to tell McGregor has an unorthodox style and Khabib has a very unorthodox style and that adds some to some predictability I think the Vegas odds right now are still putting Khabib as favorite um but the news of this fight I th- don't think has caught on as quickly as i suspected it would be and closer to the fight all of the mcgregor fan base is going to start betting and those odds are probably going to put mcgregor as a a moderate favorite on fight day is my guess 
but mm-hmm. I think the real real fight fans who have been following this and waiting for this for years um, that we're probably thinking Khabib has has McGregor's number. I th- I would have thought Khabib had McGregor's numbers two or three years ago, um, which is why you know a lot of people said McGregor was avoiding Khabib. Um, and now I think it's just that that's amplified. Yeah, I think it's it's sort of the same thing as what we saw with um, you know, with Ronda Rousey whenever she fell, you know, whenever yeah. she she took her big fall, it was sort of like you know, everybody thought she was untouchable until she went up, you know, mm-hmm. with an actual striker. Well, somebody that, that was just yeah. poor coaching. Like you take an Olympic level true. grappler and then. Say you're going to be a boxer now, and she had good stand-up. Like there, but that wasn't her specialty, right? And you can't, right. you can't spend three quarters of your life doing grappling, and then four or five years, and think you're going to be on the same level. And then, like Rousey, stood up against the the opposite end of the spectrum of someone who has dedicated their entire life to kickboxing, and it's true, and a little bit of grappling, right? And it's like, why would you, you, Ronda played. Followed the coach's plan, which which fell into the plan of Holly Holm, and she yeah. paid for it. And then you see later when Holly Holm fights someone who grapples her, she lost to to Misha Tate, who who Ronda Rousey picked apart four times, like could completely yeah. dismantle Misha Tate. But Misha Tate beat Holly Holm. What did she do? Brought it to the ground. Yep. So they that, watched they they watched what happened in that fight and they oh one hundred percent yeah you don't want to you don't want to stand and bang that's not no that's not with like a <laughs> six foot I think she's I'm pretty sure she's Dutch yeah. like <laughs> well yeah probably if she's six feet tall she's yeah. a a very tall Dutch woman who knows how to throw punches and kicks and Ronda ate it you know and that and yeah. she'll she'll never. She hasn't really fought since. Like, she, that's true. She well, she did come she's... back and she lost, but then she doesn't need to. And that was kind of the same idea. Yeah. Once you start doing movies, like she was kind of doing cameos in movies and then consulting on movies, and you know now starring in movies, and now she's just in a live action movie with the WWE, getting paid probably three or four times as much. Like the UFC doesn't pay as much as people think. Like obviously they used to. They used well, to before they don't everything. Compare. Like they're bigger no. now than they've ever been, but the salaries don't compare. So they're talking about McGregor getting twenty million for the Khabib fight, which is pretty big money. But I'm pretty sure it's a fifth of what he made. It's a fifth of boxing. what he made in boxing, and it's typically I think his his purse before the the Mayweather fight was one to five million or something. Like it's a pretty big jump. Wow. Wow. Like, I mean, he was a wealthy person going into the Mayweather fight. There's no doubt about it, but mm-hmm. he didn't get a hundred plus million dollar payday. Like no. he quadrupled his net worth or something in that one fight. That's insane. Yeah. So I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But it that's the be, uh... the exciting fight breakdown news, and I cannot wait. Um, I love the UFC. I love obviously I love fighting. Um. But I'm a little bit selective now on what I watch. I don't watch every pay-per-view. I'll typically watch them when they come out for free because I have Fight Pass, um, right. especially if there's something cool that happens. Um, a a pretty successful fighter, Mighty Mouse, lost um, last weekend 
Um, and it was his first loss. And I think he was like 26 and 0 or something and like had the record for wow. most title defenses. So I'm going to watch that fight um, just to get us, you know, to see what, see what happened. But again, it's when you're looking at, you know, bantam weight, it's not really like Mighty Mouse for as good as he is, is not a, a, a big name in UFC. Most, most people really like the bigger dudes, the heavyweights draw, sure. even though they're not as exciting a fight sometimes. It's so. true. That's true, man. I, uh, you know, I enjoy catching the, uh, I'm not as, you know, religious about it as you are, but I'll, I'll watch them whenever they, um, uh, whenever there's a really big, whenever mm-hmm. there's a really big match, but, well, um, Khabib and McGregor in October, there's rumors that John Jones is going to come back and fight in November in Madison Square Garden. His, if that's, it would be his home his home city oh, snap. um that's just rumors because they 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 uh released that um Poirier is gonna fight um Nate Diaz and but that was not the main event so there's mm. this like speculation that oh John Jones might come back he might hmm. you know fight someone who would he fight is the question he's i mean he would obviously want to fight daniel cormay at light heavyweight or probably heavyweight to try and get one of those belts um but there's also rumors that daniel cormay is working on confirming a fight with brock lesnar oh, as, no shit. as yeah so at the end of i don't know if we did a breakdown on the stipe and daniel cormay fight um i don't think so no my boy stipe lost and I have some issues with how he lost, but at the end of the day, uh, Steve, he's a stand-up dude and he owned it and he got caught in dirty boxing and um, Daniel Cormier, he's a mastermind, um, figured out, uh, caught a small weakness in uh, Stipe's um, game and exploited it, knocked him out, whatever. Um, but then after the fight, Daniel Cormier calls out Brock Lesnar and they used to be training partners and they've competed each other. They both grew up in the wrestling world. Mm-hmm. And Brock Lesnar comes in and, and you know goes on this rant and I, I'm paraphrasing, but basically calls Stipe a piece of shit, um, calls a bunch of other heavyweights a piece of shit, and shoves Daniel Cormier really hard, kind of prepping for the fight. So a lot of people were like, "Well, we kind of know that the DC and and Brock have a history. They've grown like they've grown up in the same circles. They were both college level athletes." competed and trained at the same places so there's kind of a showmanship um daniel Cormier's 41 now or 40 looking yeah, for his big payday yeah. yeah he's older um so the speculation is that was slightly staged that they will the next heavyweight super fight will be brock lesnar dc um dc gets his big payout whether he wins or loses and then you know he retires and then whatever happens happens with heavyweight stipe comes back hopefully and i would yeah. love to see I would love to see uh, Stipe and, and DC uh, rematch. Um, I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it didn't pull the pay per view numbers as yeah. as big as they had they had hoped. Um, but that's that's the uh, that's what make I feel bad for Stipe because he's one of my favorite fighters all time. Um, and he's a great great fighter, but for whatever reason, he just he didn't get doesn't get the popularity as some of the other fighters. He's not as controversial. He's like. It's true. He's a full-time firefighter. He's a dad. He lives in like Ohio. 
like down to earth <laughs> guy. He's not getting in trouble. He's not, you know, beating up hookers, running people over or, or like throwing dollies through bus windows. Like yeah, he's not maybe a shit that's, show. That's the yeah, issue. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's where, maybe that's where he's gone wrong. Maybe he just needs to shake it up a little bit, you know, Yeah. maybe, you know, I don't know, maybe do some very questionable things at, at fire departments instead of fighting fires. Like they're, Several different things that he could that he could do to shake it up a little bit, get his name a little bit out there. Yeah, it's just and, not who he is, man. He's he's <laughs> like he's just he's a salt of the earth kind of guy, and that, sure. that's why I respect him because he's he's like your average Joe that just works really hard, and that's his his thing is I will work really hard, I will come back, I will get that belt back. So I look forward to his next fight. I support him all the way. There's not a heavyweight fighter ever that I would. I think I would support harder than him. So we'll uh, we'll see how it all pans out, man. October, I'll I'll definitely be checking in on this uh, McGregor uh, Khabib fight because that's gonna be it's gonna be pretty good, man. Oh yeah, well I'll be getting into it. I'll be sending some social media stuff. So I think, absolutely do it. I think people are getting tired of the gross things that I send on social media all the time. So I'm gonna have <laughs> to uh, step it up and. Share some more entertaining things. Yeah, speaking of gross things and you. So I'm looking <laughs> at a picture of... Uh, well, first of all, I'm looking at a picture of Conor McGregor, and he's got some pretty serious uh, cauliflower ear going on. Yes, he and, does. Uh, and I think you can sort of relate to that, Johnny? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I've had like little bits of cauliflower, um, and, you know, tip, like... The swelling will go away or it's not that noticeable. It's just a little bit and um, whatever. Uh, a couple weeks ago, my ear exploded, um, which is also mm. why I only have one headphone on because I just got back from training and it, it it's ready to be drained again. Um, Jesus, man. You got to stop, dude. Look at that bad boy. I can't actually see your ear right now because you're frozen. But Oh, man. Uh, All right. Well, you've seen a lot of Snapchats. I uh, have. But yeah. I have. I got a really, really bad inner ear bruise. So like my ear canal, <clears throat> I don't know what the inside part of your ear is. Um, that was like bluish purple. And then the upper part, it was, it started off as just a really kind of like the size of a thumbnail. It was like if you shoved your thumb in between your ear skin and your cartilage, that's what I had. Um, and now it, it's getting worse and worse. And of course, it happens a few weeks out from my wedding. Um, yeah, so, man, stop stop taking dicks to the ear or whatever well, you're doing. You know, All right, I dude. love my dicks, okay? So <laughs> it was a rough night. So I was training, and um, I was rolling with my coach, and he uh, booped me in the forehead. I think it was with – I'm pretty sure it was with his, with his forehead. Um, but, you know, I thought, like, whatever, in the middle of the roll, it happens. I, like, saw it kind of coming. He tucked my head down, and he caught me right between the eyes. And yeah. then we're keep rolling, and he was beating the piss out of me. And then at one point, he kind of, like, jammed my ear with his knee a little bit. And I was like, ooh, that really hurt, but whatever. Uh, we finish the roll, like, finish the round, um, and we kind of disconnect. And he looks at me, and his, his eyes, like, go really big, and he's like, Oh, I made a mistake. And I was like, wait, what? He's like, I cut you. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize I was bleeding. I was worried that I was like bleeding on him. And then I felt my forehead and it wasn't bleeding, but I had the perfect dime sized bruise in between my eyes. And, 
So that was great. So I was like, all right, well, nothing I can do about that. I'll, I'll ice it, try and get the swelling down. And then, you know, hopefully the bruise isn't too bad. Um, yeah. So then I went on to, to roll with my, one of my typical training partners. We were doing rounds um, and I was practicing something called turtle, um, which is basically letting him take my back and trying to defend from, you know, attacks from the back. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm in turtle. I'm on my hands and knees, basically have my hands up, kind of protecting my face and my neck. Um, and he's on my back, like kind of piggybacking and he's ramming his hand in between like my arm bicep and my shoulder. And Jesus. A, a couple of times he just happened to catch my ear and Ugh. folded my ear. And I heard, you know, when you pour milk on rice krispies and you hear like, oh, yeah, that, that's, that, that's like, a nice sound. I don't know. Yeah. That's really bad impersonation of it, but you know what I mean? No. Yeah. 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 So I heard Snap, that crackle, a few and pop, times dude. and, and it really hurt. So I was like, Ooh. This really sucks. Again, finish the round, whatever. We disconnect, and he looks at me, and uh, his face, his eyes light up. He's like, dude, your ear is something else. And I went in there with, I had a little, like a very, very, very minor bit of swelling. Like you could kind of feel that it was just starting to puff, but it wasn't filled with fluid yet. (laughs) To it looked like someone shoved grapes in my ear, (laughs) like red grapes. And I felt it. And it was just like, God damn it. So I get home. Probably very tender, I, I would assume. Oh, yeah. It was it was very, very tender. So I get home and uh, Cody is is home and he, he comes upstairs and he's talking to me and he looks at me and I'm working on my computer trying to catch up on some work after training. And he just shakes his head. And he's like, dude, you look so fucked up. So I had this bruise in between my eyes. I had like a big scratch like down the side of my nose canal into my lip and then my ear is just swollen massively and wow. starting to bruise. And I was like, yeah, today was a rough night. Uh, <laughs> Al's not going to go well. And then immediately after I say that, Al's like FaceTiming me and because she's traveling for work and I'm like, God So you like got it. the phone, you got the phone an inch from your face. Yeah. So I'm kind of like looking this way, which conveniently is my good ear. So yeah. she kind of just thought I was listening. And then she was asking like, oh, how was the gym? Like, what were we doing? Blah, blah, blah. How are the guys? And then I kind of turned and she noticed my forehead. And then she, you know, she was like, oh, John, we're getting married in like three weeks, four weeks. Like, what are you doing? Scuffing up your face. And uh, I was like, well, what if I told you that wasn't the worst part? She's like, what? And then I just slowly turned my head to the left so she could see like my cheek scuff and my ear. And she's like, God damn it, John. God damn it. She was so mad at me. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, and and yet here you are, man. You're just still giving her draining your ear every, twice every a day. two days or whatever. Yeah. Twice a day. Twice a day. I should be trying to do three times a day, but I don't want to do it at work. So I just deal with it. Um, wow. So the next day I get to the gym or I think I, I took the next day off because I had to work late. And mm. then the day after I went to the gym and my coach is in the middle of explaining, like we're all kind of sitting, you know, against the wall and he's, he's showing um, a technique and then he stops and he looks at me and he just, it's like, holy fuck, you got a bad case of cauliflower ear. I can't even look at you right now. You look hideous. <laughs> he's like, that's maybe the worst I've seen in a long time. I was like, God damn it, Jeff. He's like, what happened? And uh, I was like, well, you're partially to blame for this, Jeff. 
And he's like, me? No, I don't want any of that blame because I know your fiance and she is not going to be happy. <laughs> yeah, dude. And uh, I was like, yeah. So, you know, now I'm on the, the lovely draining regiment of I'm sucking out probably five to six milliliters a day of blood from my ear, which it doesn't <laughs> sound like a lot, but you've I've sent you a picture of the syringe. Like it's, yeah, it's quite a few cc's. It's a few hundred cc's of of blood I'm I'm sucking out of my ear twice a day. And how long does that go on for? Well, so here's the thing. Basically, it's like a giant blood blister inside of your ear, and right. if you leave it be, it will eventually settle and the the vein or I guess the capillary in your ear that's that's leaking will eventually close up. Um, right. and that the gunk in your ear will eventually harden. So what you'll see is some guys who who do it all the time and don't care Aside from it being painful, won't drain all the time. They'll let it harden because it kind of adds a, a layer. I do not want it to harden um, because I work in an office job. Uh, I don't right. mind a little bit of ear disfiguration because there's kind of a badass factor to it. But I yeah. don't want to walk around with you know grapes in my ear. Um, so well, I've been draining. Apparently, it. apparently your ears aren't necessary, as we've discussed in the <laughs> whistling ear holes episode. So. <laughs> Maybe just lop it off, dude. You don't need it. Just cut it off. Uh, Problem solved. Um, So (laughs) I'm draining it, and it might take a few weeks of constant draining before Mm. that that capillary, um, you know, cauterizes and and frees up, and then another one could rupture, and I could start getting it in a different place. Um, But luckily, those hypodermic needles are, you know, 25 cents each. Um, so it's not a huge expense and it's yeah. not the most enjoyable experience to do because you're, I'm essentially piercing my ear multiple times a day. Yeah. You, you try not to go right through, but you're still getting, and if you let it sit for too long, it starts to get this weird kind of hard sack around the blood. So it's like my skin and then there's this hard, so you can actually like poke the needle and the needle won't go in and then it'll pop mm. it a little bit and you'll hear this kind of like, and you'll feel it go in, and then you just you know plunge it out of the blood, and it almost looks like a normal that's ear. That's disgu- That's disgusting, dude. <laughs> that's uh, really yeah. gross. So you love the Snapchats I've been sending you of a bleedy, bloody ear. Oh, and, dude, and yeah. Syringe you know what? Actually, and... actually, I've been uh, finding some spots in my day to carve out a little bit of me time. Ooh, uh, just and... my ear blood. Just, just your ear blood, not, not to the other things that you're sending, just to the ear blood. Mm. That's it. So in this process, I did learn that there's some kind of weird, I don't want to say fetish, but like a, a love of, and there's a technical term, but basically a popping bodily thing. So like, oh yeah. Or picking scabs. Oh yeah. Um, so, Every once in a while, I'll venture onto that side of YouTube. So a Dr. Lot of Dr. People, Pimple, Pimple Popper? Yeah. A lot of people have been like, dude, make a video. I want to see this. I'm like, That's kind of weird. And the, the first time I drained it, um, I sent the Snapchat of the syringes saying, let's do this. And Cody came running upstairs. I was like, you're going to do it. Let me watch. And I that kid maybe had an erection. Like He was real excited. <laughs> and I was a little bit nervous. But he was like, let me help. Let me do it. Can I pull the syringe? Can I do it? And I was like, one, you're not stabbing me. Two, you're a little bit too excited. Like this is yeah. past like curiosity and into like if my if I was blindfolded, you'd probably be beaten off right now. 
<laughs> how many how many rabbits am I gonna find in my backyard that have just been mutilated? Yeah, that's also. And I, and I was like, mm, you you're getting you're taking it to a point where I'm not really that comfortable. But it was helpful because he did pull the plunger, and now that I got my technique down, it's pretty easy to do it on my yeah. own. But it it was helpful to have him, you know, Ugh. help out a little bit, I guess. Sure, I guess. Um, so swiftly moving away from away from that, um, if we have any any preteens or uh, early teens that listen to this show. Uh, I'm sorry because your favorite social media platform is shutting down musically. Wait, what? Did you hear about that? Musically? Did you hear about it? I've never heard of musically. Really? Musical.ly, whatever? No, I've never never heard of it. So, but I'm not in touch with cool things either. We know that. Well, yeah. But the whole point of this, this app, well, first of all, they were bought out by some Chinese company or Japanese company or something. So they've been folded into their user base has been folded into another platform. Um, but the whole point of this website is it's, they take like music clips and they slow them down or they speed them up, whichever you want to do. And then you record your, your face without any audio, just, just a recording of the video with the music and then you can sort of like lip sync or whatever. And then you just put it on social media. I've, I don't give a shit about it. I haven't even done it. That's a thing that people want to do. Apparently. And it's, it was pretty popular with the, uh, with the The preteens, the preteens. There's a lot of preteens, a lot of braces. If you ever Mm. went on musically, there's a whole lot of, whole lot of metal, uh, and not musically metal. I'm assuming. (laughs) No, not, not Metallica. We're not talking like, uh, we're not talking about uh, any hard rock here. We're talking about some uh, some some uh, orthodontics. Uh, some orthodontics, yes. Some some major orthodontics. A lot of rubber bands too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they're shutting it down, man. Like I said, they're folding them into another user base called TikTok or something like that. But I have I've never heard of that I'm one. I'm gonna look so. into this because now I'm intrigued because this seems like such a dumb concept, but someone probably made a few million dollars off of it, so fucking good for them. It's it's really dumb and some of them are like really awkward to watch. Yeah? Is there like a yeah. YouTube best of musically? Probably. I'm gonna look yeah. it up. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. give this a view because I wanna I really want to understand what's going on here. Musical.ly is is what it looks like but but yeah so they're shutting it down i don't know if it's already happened if if it's going to happen i mean it is going to happen if it hasn't already happened but mm. but that's uh so so sorry to our uh to our preteen listeners first of all you shouldn't be listening to this episode because <laughs> we've talked about some pretty gross yeah but this uh, hasn't been the worst episode that's for sure no, I and think we, we do can uh, have an explicit rating, so you know we do. You, you were warned before you even click play. Exactly. Um, so go fuck yourself, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I like that attitude. Also, uh, on the topic of uh, sex, uh, did you ever watch Smallville? Uh, no. I okay. I wanted to, but because I enjoy comic books, even though I don't really like DC and I don't like spider or Spider-Man, I don't like Superman because I think he's a cop out. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I am imagining you're going to a bit of a conversation that you had with Jerry last week, which I have not listened to that episode yet, but I will. And then we can talk about it. 
but does this have something to do with the sex ring that was going on? Yes. Yeah, your you your world was opened up in that conversation, wasn't it? A little bit, yeah. So I mean, I I obviously haven't been like diving deep into conspiracies or anything, but I think it's pretty crazy that just out in the middle of everywhere, there's you know Allison Mack who was on Smallville. I don't remember. I don't remember her character, but I did look her up after. She's she's still she's still pretty hot. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, uh, but... I'd let her suck me into a sex ring if I was single. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to figure out what the this the name of the sex cult meant. N X I V M. I don't know. God, who knows? Um, so the the crazy part about this, and I'll I'll preface this with, I love Jer. He's one of my best friends. I've known him my entire life. Um, when he first started going down this rabbit hole of conspiracy theories, he would talk a lot about these crazy sex rings. And I was just like, dude, you're watching, you know, too many movies. You're, you're fucking out to lunch. Like this is not real life. And he's like, no man, this is happening. And he would send like, here's proof, here's proof, here's proof. And then this case comes up and I was just like, holy fuck. Jared was, Jared was right the entire time. And what else is Jared right about? Now I'm getting real stressed. Yeah, well, I mean, I I feel like he's right about more than more than we think. Yeah, this one's an interesting one. So I I, I want to get into it, but I want I want to be able to go through the episode and take some notes. Um, okay. And I haven't had time to actually like truly listen to it and not just have it on in the background because uh, okay. I want to do a debrief. I, I apologize that I wasn't there. Um, it's all good. I was building a deck. How'd that, how'd that end up? Did you end up finishing it? The deck is done. Finished it last weekend. Nice, dude. My, nice, uh, dude. My aunt and uncle came in super clutch. Um, I was actually really, really grateful. Um, my parent, my mom and my stepdad came. Well, my mom came. My stepdad was actually in Iowa doing the reg bike race, um, riding nice. for Team Graceland. Uh, so my mom came and my dad and my stepmom came and my aunt and uncle came from um, another province to help. So this Saturday, we I had a bunch of little busy workers um, which was great. The weather wasn't the best, so it kind of rained us out in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, and then the Sunday, it was beautiful, and we started hammering out the deck. Just me, um, Cody got Cody to help my aunt, uncle, and Allie. Um, and during the design phase, so Allie and I designed the deck to dimensions with horizontal mm-hmm. boards. And then when sure. my uncle came and we pulled up all the joists and did everything, he said, you know, this would look really cool if we added eight inches to the length or to the width of the deck, sorry. Um, and uh, then the cutoff would fit perfectly for supports for the joists. I was like, hey, that's pretty cool. So cleared it with mm. the boss. And she's like, yeah, okay, it makes sense. It doesn't affect the sidewalk or anything. She was a little stressed yeah. about permits, but whatever. And then mm-hmm. at that point, she's like, well, if we're doing that, can we do horizontal boards? Or uh, not horizontal, like diagonal boards, sorry. Yeah. Um, which is pretty popular in decks and Pinterest right now. And I was like, yep. okay, yeah, we we can do that. And talked to my uncle. He's like, yeah, let's. It'll look it'll look better. It's, it takes a little bit more time, but it'll look better. So okay, let's do it. Um, did the quick math in my head. Was like, okay, so we added eight inches. Um, plus now we're doing diagonal boards, which we're cutting off almost two feet of. We're gonna be really tight on wood, but let's do the best we can. See what happens. Uh, so we got to about ninety percent done, and ran out of wood. Oh no! And it was a long weekend in Canada, and we discovered this on Sunday, so everything was closed. 
Um, and the stores that were open on the holiday Monday didn't have the decking that I was using. And the mm. ones that did were closed. Uh, so I was pretty frustrated and whatever. I got to spend a good day with my aunt and uncle, which was nice. Um, but them being the amazing family that they are, um, I went to work on the Tuesday thinking that I was going to come home and finish the deck with my uncle. Um, they went out and got the wood and finished it up for us and then left that night. And I was incredibly appreciative. Um, they, they really wanted the deck to be done, um, because we're doing, a, a an after wedding party barbecue at our house. Nice. Um, on the Sunday. Um, and we wanted to host it at our house cause everyone's staying at the hotel close to our house, but our deck was in, in dire need of repair. Um, so we pounded it out and they knew that it had to get done and they knew that I was really busy with work. Um, so shout out to my Annie, Joan and uncle Bob. Thanks for, for pulling through solidly. And, and obviously to my parents as well for helping, including That's my mom what's up. who got a little that bit it. dirty. It's proud of her. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up, man. It's good to have a, it's good to have family around to pitch in and help you out whenever. Yeah. Everyone, like everyone little... found a role and just. And no one complained and just did did what they could wherever they could and it, it went pretty pretty smooth. That's awesome, dude. All right. Well, uh, oh, I wanted to say um, about that Smallville thing. I don't think we got too deep into it, so it's probably just a portion of our our discussion on last week's episode. Okay. So when you when you listen back to it, I mean, there's not like a you know thirty minute portion or anything that we. Yeah, covered. Well, I think it'd be it's an interesting it's an interesting concept, and we can there's some some uh, weird things going on in the world that we clearly don't know about. And Jer might be more right than some of the skeptics think. And if he's that's, right about this, right. who are we to say he's not right about other things? God, I hope he's wrong about lizard people. I don't want to deal with lizard people. No, me either. Um, when I think of lizard people, I think of wasn't there a um, wasn't there like a Ninja Turtle character who was like a big iguana or something like that? Like a muscular iguana dude? I don't know if it was Ninja Turtles, maybe, but there was definitely one that Spider-Man fought against. That might be it. It was yeah. one of the... I was big into Spider-Man and Ninja Turtles growing up, so it could have been either one of those. Yeah, there's definitely Spider-Man had a, uh, a lizard dude that he forgot and that he fought, and now I've forgotten his name. It's going to drive me fucking nuts. That's probably what it was. Um... But yeah, you know, I'm willing to eat crow. Like I have no problem eating crow if if uh if Jer's right about these things. I can admit when I'm uh when I'm wrong about something. No problem. You're a I good hope man. that I I hope that he's not right for the sake of all of us cuz they seem pretty scary. Yeah. Truthfully. If there was one for Jer to be wrong about, I hope it's the lizard people. Yeah. Yeah, let's bank on that. Although, if they all look like Mark Zuckerberg, I'm pretty sure we're good. You yeah, know? but they could look like Mark Zuckerberg and have super strength. We don't know. Or he could transform. Did you not hear the story about people on a plane that saw Jay Z like trying to tra- like Jay Z was getting upset and then was transforming into a lizard person? <laughs> no, but and then you he was save like, that one. Save it, dude. All right, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Write it down. We'll, I'm we'll writing it down right it. now. All right, great. Jay Z, a lizard. <laughs> Oh, that's such a weird note. You're going to be like, what the fuck does that mean? All right, let's wrap it up, guys. Thanks for sticking around with for this one. I uh, hope you enjoyed. Uh, check us out on all the social media. Just search for Jumbled Podcast. If you want to send us an email, you know how to do it. Jumbledpodcast at gmail.com. 
we are all over the place as far as where you want to listen. Uh, we're on Spotify as of a couple weeks ago. Still there. They haven't kicked us off yet, which is good. Um, we're on all the other places that I always talk about, so just look for us there. And um, we are also, I, I submitted us to uh, TuneIn, which is a... Uh, another platform um, we're on there as well so if you listen on TuneIn or if you listen on Stitcher or wherever you're going to find us uh, tell your friends about us and uh, spread the word spread the good word about Jumbled uh, we would appreciate that want to give a shout out to our sponsor Audible head over to audibletrial.com slash Jumbled for your free 30 day trial and a free audiobook. and if you want to be a patron and you want to see me and Johnny dress up like women $500 at Patreon. <laughs> Do it. Do Patreon. it. Patreon.com slash my jump. legs. Oh, man. It's I just going to be. It's, the tuck. It's good. <laughs> well, you know what? I won't need to master it because apparently I'm doing some really yep. in, indescribable I things need a new to microphone. my testicles later. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> daddy needs a new microphone. So, uh, yeah, head over to Patreon.com slash jumbled. Give what you can. Um, and that would be great. Um, that's going to do it guys. Uh, but be sure to check back next week for another episode of jumbled your favorite podcast about Zach's soon to be crushed testicles. <laughs> the mega testy, dude. mega testy. That needs <laughs> we'll to be see. the name of this. Yeah. This yeah. We can do, we can do that. <laughs> we'll see you guys. Night. testy mega testy how are you how are you zach's gonna piss blood tonight zach's gonna piss blood tonight hey hey, hey. yay